What is up and welcome to the Bachelor Pad Podcast where two bachelors who had never really watched ABC's The Bachelor before sit down to review episodes right after they air. My name is Tyler. I'm here with one of my best friends, Scott. Hey, what is up all you geckos out there? Welcome back to another episode of Batch Pad Podcast. Uh, Tyler, how are you doing? Dude, I'm 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 super exhausted. <laughs> the last couple of days, uh, you know, I, I'm a little bit of a pansy. I know it, but uh, I, I would say that my activity at work is like middle of the road. Like I definitely don't do a lot of labor, like manual like physical. labor, physical manual labor, yeah. but I also don't just sit at a desk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of right in the middle. Um, I run a, a video studio and so I'm doing a lot of like, you know, hauling gear around and flying heavy lights up and you know, there, there's some physical activity, but, uh, the last two days and especially today, I, it just kicked my butt. Like it was just a lot of hauling around heavy stuff and, you know, setting stuff up, tearing it down, setting, striking. And so anyway, I, I'm super wiped. I got home and I just felt dead on my feet. And, uh, and I've got another like heavy couple of days coming Mm. up this week. So I feel like by the time Friday comes, I might not wake up. I might just have to sleep through Friday. Well, maybe we need to get, uh, you need to get more people on your, your team. So it could be like the bachelor and you could have (laughs) hundreds of people doing all that stuff. I got to say that would be nice. I would prefer it. (laughs) Absolutely. Can you, can you help with that? I could. I'm not going to. Ouch. <laughs> That's fair. How are you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I spent the weekend uh, hanging out uh, with my girlfriend. Uh, we went up to uh, Big Bear this last uh, weekend on Saturday and spent the day up there with my family. My uh, my mom had a friend that had a, a house up there. And so we, we went and spent the day and it snowed and it was fun. So cool story bro yeah it was it was a lot of fun so uh, i don't even care that you, you dissed me like that. i like how i dissed you and, and immediately like your first reaction was to like oh yeah yeah and then like it took maybe it took a split second a to split realize second. This, and then i just kept going with it. <laughs> i know i loved it that was great no that is it's cool i'm i'm glad yeah it was a lot of fun and i am thrilled we live in southern california um which all of california has been locked down and officially as of this morning we're back, baby. Governor Newsom re, uh, took back all the the things. Yeah. Well, I gave back. He took back the take. Back. <laughs> he, took he took back, back the, the takeaway. Take yeah. 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 Uh, no. So it's great. I'm excited. I'm. I'm. I seriously can't tell you how excited I am to go, even on a patio, to go sit at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I, I miss it. And uh, interesting too. Today it's even snowed in the IE. Yeah, it did. That was crazy. So we live in the Inland Empire in Southern California, which is in the desert. And uh, yeah, this afternoon it, it got cold enough and rained that it's it snowed for a few minutes. I was at work and it was snowing. I went outside. Did it snow here at the house? It was mostly like hail here. Okay. It wasn't really like snow, but yeah. Yeah. It was like cold. Hail and sleet. It was cold and precipitatory. <laughs> <laughs> Say that five times fast. Oh, man. Well, before we jump into this episode, we have uh, hot gossip that we have to talk about. Oh, yeah. Dale and Claire broke up. They sure did. And, uh, you know, the rumor is I don't want to give too much weight to this because I, I read a bunch about it and it is total rumor at this point. Like, there's yeah. there's I've, not any I've evidence read to on it. both sides. Yeah, there's not any evidence to the rumor whatsoever. Um unless you are, you know, a big fan of the National Enquirer or something like that. Uh, yeah, no matter what, you're taking someone at their word. Yeah. <laughs> um, rumor is that, that Dale was cheating on her, but like I said, no, no evidence to that fact, but it does seem like this maybe blindsided Claire a little bit. Well, yeah, unless she's lying in her, her social media posts. So Dale had posted something along the lines of... Um, Hey, we've talked about this, and we it's, we had, came to a mutual decision to to take a break and go our separate ways. Go our separate ways, and then two days later, Claire posted saying, 
hey, I found this out the same time all of you guys did. I don't know. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, which is sus for sure. Uh-huh. Like, There's some kind of miscommunication, if nothing. That would be... <laughs> that, would, that would be an extremely shocking way to find out that your engagement was over. It would be <laughs> like, you're like talking one night and everything's, you know, kind of whatever. And the next day you wake up to that post. It's a little bit like Chris Traeger and Ann Perkins. Uh, I don't remember how that happened. Oh, that uh, he broke up with her, but she didn't realize it oh, for two yeah. weeks. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> he was so positive about the breakup. Yeah, I imagine they had some kind of an argument maybe the night before, and they thought it ended differently than it did. They each had like their own interpretation of it, but who knows? Who knows? Nonetheless, though, it's over. Dale and Claire are over, and so uh, we're, we're still rooting for uh, Tasha and Zach. I think they're going to be fine. <laughs> I really do. I I never had that same faith for Claire and Dale. Yeah. Um, so, and that brings us to a, a different topic that I want to bring up. Should Claire pursue Jason? Uh, Jason should pursue Claire. But would you, would you, would you want to, if you were in this case, like, Oh, I was a secondhand pick who she was readily willing to just dismiss. I, I don't, Jason was, I think he really like was very enamored with her at the very least uh, to the point that he was still like hung up on her when Tasha came and bowed out because of that. Uh, and so I, I don't know. I more power to him. I get it if he doesn't like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that, but I, I I'm rooting for him. Uh, but also maybe, uh, I don't know, like, uh, maybe you could do better. Jason, <laughs> did you see that, uh, Spencer, uh, slid into her comments and, uh, asked her out to coffee. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. I did see a picture, however, of Spencer and, uh, Jason together. Hmm. And it was on something actually involving Sarah. Oh, interesting. From, from this season. I didn't see what it was. I didn't like pay a whole lot of attention to it in case it was some kind of a spoiler. Um, but I saw a picture of the three of them. Very interesting. So I don't know if that was after she left this or. Well, I think Spencer was from around there too, but Chasen was from San Diego. Mm -hmm. And so I would imagine that, you know, it wouldn't be like difficult for them to connect mm -hmm. you know uh but i don't remember about spencer he might have been from I, he was from southern california for sure but i don't remember if he was specifically from san diego or not but yeah anyway that's kind of what's new in bachelor nation and it's a big news i mean it's dominated my instagram uh discover page totally yeah i have more uh bachelor posts in my discover page than i'd really like it, me too <laughs> Me too. It's funny because I don't follow that many bachelor people. I don't follow any bachelor people. Well, I follow Chris Harrison. Okay. And I think that's where a lot of them start coming from. And then I followed Ben. Mm, I just figured they were listening to my podcast. You just assumed. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that like Twitter I as a not Twitter, Instagram, but or yeah, Instagram. Yeah. I don't, I don't follow. And I mean, I guess I do click on some of those posts. So I guess that's why it's populating, but Oh dude, it, I sent, I, I have a, uh, a buddy who really likes, uh, dachshunds. Uh huh. And at some point somewhere I saw a video of a dachshund and I sent it to him. And then for seriously two months, my entire explore page was just dachshunds. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't even like these things. Like, <laughs> yeah. So my explore page is pretty much bachelor stuff, star Wars stuff, Marvel stuff, and, uh, uh, dogs. Like, nice. Like dog page, like huskies. <laughs> okay. Cause I just like huskies and I, I used to follow husky accounts and then it was like, nothing but dog pages for a while. And so I unfollowed a couple of accounts to try to reduce how many were in my page, but mine's mostly uh, bachelor and stuff for work. Mm. Like it's, you know, uh, like gear and gripping and 
production yeah. stuff. I'm still just on the repercussions of looking at all the different Star Wars posts from when the last movie came out. Like they still haven't come off my Discover page. It's it. They're not <laughs> new ones. It's it's still stuff like they're old. they're two year old Instagram no, the, posts. The posts. <laughs> you the have posts a very sad social yeah. media life, yeah. my friend. They're, the posts aren't that old, but I think that's why I'm still getting it. Well, and I'll see every once in a while. I'll see one and I'll click on it. Okay, and then I'm like, oh great, I'm just. Well, that's a, a mistake. It's a circle of uh, <laughs> of sadness. Okay, I'm like, I don't know where this <laughs> is going. Well, jumping into this episode, uh, once again, we had, you know, a fair amount of Victoria drama, um, and, uh, we had, uh, Katie once again, excuse me, uh, we had Katie once again kind of stepping up to save the day, but one of the biggest things for me that I took out of this episode was how much I really hate Anna. Yeah, Anna is, I don't think she's on Victoria's level. No, no, she's not. But she, I would, kind of like my group of girls who I feel are like in that like bully category are probably, I mean, for sure, Victoria, Anna, uh, maybe MJ. Yeah. And maybe Serena C. Yeah. Those are kind of the the girls I see right now that are. They're the the agitators. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of other girls are, they're joining in at this point. Um, but I think that it's more safety of a mob kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those four together, I think have kind of created this culture. Ultimately, I think starting with Victoria, I think she's yeah. the ringleader very quickly recruited in Anna and then others have just kind of started to follow suit. But Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Um, one person though, that we've noticed at least in the edit, not appearing in the fray is Rachel. That's true. She's had very little uh, screen time since like the first episode. Well, especially these last two episodes because they've been almost entirely devoted to drama. And either it's just not in the edit and she's smart about not, you know, gossiping in front of a camera uh, or she's just kind of staying out of it, you know? Or she's going to go for her and the producers really like her. And so they're not going to show her stuff because they want her to maintain a positive image. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah that's, that's entirely possible. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to not see her these last couple of episodes. Yeah. So that her name's not, uh, rolling in the mud with all the others. Yeah. So that I don't have to dislike her what did you think of um victoria and katie's conversation both of them in the the beginning of the episode oh my gosh with like the first one being uh victoria saying uh the trash took herself out right which is uncalled for um and then katie coming in and defending sarah saying hey she's not even here like just let it go and let's move on yeah i mean i want to give i i want to give katie a lot of credit but I don't even think that she was defending Sarah. I think that she was defending like honor. Just the culture. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. She yeah. was just defending humanity uh-huh. in that moment. <laughs> totally. Like, hey, just don't be mean. <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, I mean, it, you're right. It was totally uncalled for. And I love that we got this because it seemed like it was in the same, they were wearing the same clothes and in the same configuration. This was the an extension of the scene that we saw last week where Katie stood up mm-hmm. and said, like, this is what happened. Let's have some class and move on. And then I think it just stirred, the pot stirred. Mm-hmm. And then Katie jumps in again and and says, like, yeah, she's not here. Like, lay off, you know? Um, and, and then, and then <laughs> Victoria pulls her aside and says, uh, I would like you to apologize to me for uh, what you said. And Katie was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I, I deserve an apology. I was expressing myself. And she was like, uh, "Like expressing yourself and trash talking are very Not different the same things. things. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she was like, well, that's how I express myself. So I expect you to apologize. 
<laughs> I was like, it was rough. It was, it was one of the more tense moments I've seen on any of the Bachelor. That we've <laughs> where I just been like, this person is so disconnected from reality <laughs> that she felt like she deserved an apology when she was making fun of someone else. Yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk literal trash i guess you know that that's that was the joke that she made i'm going to talk trash about someone and then when you stop me i expect an apology for that and stop you in a graceful way yeah not not like a how dare you and like right start saying negative things back to that person just like hey like she's not here anymore we don't let's move on let's let's just we don't have to worry about that yeah and then she didn't like that (laughs) because she wasn't in control of that situation she likes to be in control i just love that like katie's like the rest of america blown away by the gall of this conversation Mm -hmm. but i just love um just how to your point like how disconnected uh victoria is from this like she doesn't get why that's weird yeah i she i think she I don't want to like get into name calling myself, but I feel like there might be something like literally like she doesn't make those social connections. Yeah. Well, I, I mentioned it and again, you know, I I agree. I want to get into name calling, but like those, how she interacts with people definitely comes off very narcissistic. Mm -hmm. Like she just doesn't consider anyone else. It, the only thing that matters to her are her thoughts, her feelings, her opinions, you know? And, uh, yeah, so that was, it, it was truly, I, I get what you mean. Like it was tense, but it was hilarious for me. I was, I, yeah, loved it, it was also simultaneously super entertaining. It was so funny. It was so funny. I just never in a million years would see myself sitting in that scenario. Oh no. Like I could see myself making a mistake and making fun of someone. Yeah, I've done it. And then, and then I've gotten called out for it. And then when yeah. I get called out, I'd be like, oh no, I did do that. Yeah. And then own up to things and apologize. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I don't, <laughs> is she a real person? <laughs> that's, that's my, the, honestly, that's what she I've been thinking. She has to be like an actor plant. Right. right. Like there's yeah. no way this is actually her. I've actually also seen some uh, posts show up on Instagram uh, of Victoria this last week of mug shots of her. Right. Apparently right. She was arrested for, for like stealing something from like a drugstore. Yeah. Like medicine of some kind or something. Oh really? Yeah. Something small. Like I, what, from what I remember reading, it was something like less than $20. <laughs> I mean, I seriously like my, I, that's what I was thinking this whole time is it's like, this can't be a real human. Like, cause I've never met anyone more out of touch with a room mm-hmm. than her. Uh, I've never encountered it before. So I'm like, th- it just can't be real. It's like a caricature for sure. And then uh, she had an interaction. I mean, we, we didn't really talk about this time, but I'm sure you guys all saw the episode. Uh, we had five new girls enter into uh, this episode and uh, Victoria later on in the episode when she's talking with one of the new girls, the new girls just trying to like connect with the girls, <laughs> right? Like, have a little moment, tell them how she's feeling. And Victoria just shuts it down. <laughs> she's like, well, actually, no, I don't. I don't uh, really connect with you at all and how you're feeling. And I think it's BS because I'm just really mad. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, okay, well, <laughs> that it doesn't negate my experience like (laughs) (laughs) i think she very much like tries to just make things super emotional to make other people afraid to move or make statements yeah like she's holding the room hostage at Mm -hmm. all times just through the yeah the, the tense emotional state i think that could be it but also like uh i've i i feel like like you see such genuine joy on her face when she does or says something mean i mean i think we see that in her i think we also see that in anna too yeah so that brings us to one of the other big points of this episode was one of the new girls came in and anna had heard a rumor about her from what we know 
as far I honestly as, doubt that this she point, even heard yeah, the rumor. At, as far as we know this point, like it could also just be a rumor she made up. Right. We, we, we really don't know. Um, but she tells Victoria this, of course, on camera. And when she's telling, she's like lighting up smiling. Oh, yeah. It was the highlight of her of the last three weeks. For she her. was so happy to spread this <laughs> super negative rumor that apparently wasn't true. Yeah, because uh, this girl has now s- since defended herself on the show. Right. And is like, yeah, no, that's not one. It's not cool Two, It's not true. My favorite thing, though, was that uh, uh, when she like confronted her with the rumor because she confronts her with the rumor in front of the rest of the group date. Oh, yeah, that's right. And she was like, this is what I heard. And she said, you said that to other girls in the house? And she was like, well, it's a terrible thing to say about someone. For that, I'm sorry. But, like, you know, is it true? (laughs) It was like, wait, you just kind of glossed over a really important thing (laughs) there. (laughs) That you really need to hone in on of. This is an awful thing to say about someone. (laughs) But let me go ahead and say it multiple times on TV. And I'll actually even a little bit bash on the bachelor a little bit sure for allowing that not only allowing and airing it if it's not true even it maybe even if it is true but putting multiple promos together leading up to this episode like perpetuating this false rumor about this <laughs> <Right>. girl like <laughs> that people may never watch the show they just see the ad see the ad yeah yeah it's like oh gosh <laughs> that's that's uh a little bit of shame on you, ABC. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And your parent company, Disney. <laughs> is- I always forget Disney owns ABC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, The Bachelor, that's all Disney. Well, as a part owner of Disney stock, uh, I I take full responsibility. I'm glad to hear you say it. And uh, I'll be selling my stocks. Thankfully, someone does. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that they're worth more than what you bought for them, right? Yeah, and <laughs> or the fact that I own so few stocks that I have no control over anything that, any, that happens. Oh, man. But I got to say, like, this is a little, it's it's bordering on, um, it's bordering on mean, but it, it really is, it's become really difficult for me in this season anytime Anna comes on mm-hmm. just because of how, like, manic she appears. Mm. like her her like facial expressions are bananas (laughs) that's true every time that she comes on screen like you i i sometimes like try to glance over you to just see what you're doing and it's most time it's like some kind of a wince yeah oh almost always (laughs) almost always because i feel like it's it alternates between uh like i'll kill you eyes (laughs) or i'm going to like die if you don't pick me eyes Mm. she does always seem a little upset about something oh yeah yeah perpetually perpetually upset like even like in the rose ceremonies like you look across and almost all the contestants are trying to like smile put their best face forward type of a thing and to an extent like i understand not being able to just completely fake how you're feeling like and you shouldn't probably but but there's also it's not it's not necessarily faking how you're feeling, it's just tact. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's maybe how I would best describe what we're seeing of Anna on this show is like tactless. Mm. Like she has no control over even just m- making things not negative or not positive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like she like just normal like social interactions require tact. Like it's not fake for me when someone just asks me casually, how are you doing? And I say, I'm good. That's not fake. Even if I'm having a bad day, it's just tact. Like I know in this social interaction, that's not what they're asking. They're not asking for my life story. They're They're not asking. They're saying hello. And like the same is true in these types of situations. Like when you're in this situation, the tact is to just, you know, be present and you know, make eye contact with Matt and just smile and try and just with your presence, remind him of what your presence has meant to him. But every time the camera flashes to her, it's like, seriously, it's either desperation or like a murderer's gaze. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, like I would not feel, I, I don't think if I were Matt in that moment, in that situation, I don't think I would feel safe. <laughs> it would be like, I just wouldn't feel, I'd be like, Hey, yo, Chris, like what's, uh, what's security looking like around here right now? <laughs> you know? She seems a little upset. I might get prison shift. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so there's there's plenty of drama in the house right now, and it is it is what it really comes down to is it's it's a mean girl mentality. I legitimately during this episode at one point thought of like they needed to do a promo of me like the mean girls, yeah, and just like crudely paste four of the girls' faces over the over mean the girl plastics, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's that's totally fair at this point. Like, because it does feel like that. Which, by the way, we're not getting paid for this, but as a special plug, Mean Girls is a musical now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, or yeah, it's a musical. Uh, so Tina Fey took her movie and adapted it to be a musical. Hmm. Is it like streaming anywhere? Or I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Um, I think it was supposed to go to Broadway like right before covid shut everything down got it um but hopefully it'll come around and and uh i i watched an interview with her where she was talking about like expecting to like tour it around a little bit Mm -hmm. so hopefully that happens because it was a great movie and uh i'd love to see the musical it it was a funny movie i haven't seen it since i was younger oh really I i don't know if i really would still like it or not oh you would uh, cause I, th- I would say it's probably been almost 10 years since I last seen it. I watched it, uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Oh really? Yeah. And it was, I think I liked it more. That's funny. Like it held up really well as an adult, like, cause it came out, I think when we were in high school or, I believe or, so, yeah. or just out, like we were that age and, uh, I loved it. And it was funny because it was like, it was the one movie that like, it wasn't really a chick movie. It was just that girls were the protagonists mm-hmm. um, and antagonists, I guess. But like every guy that I talked to, every teenage guy that I knew loved Mean Girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was the great unifier. Like, the, mm. like it didn't matter. It wasn't a chick flick. Like it wasn't, you know, it was just. At times it was an action movie. <laughs> it was just a great comedy. You know, people get hit by buses. But, uh, but no, I, I, it, it stands up. It holds the test of time, but, uh, it does feel like that. Like right now in the house, it mm-hmm. feels like mean girls. And it's like, I, I don't know. I, I almost like want to like fast forward through this so that we can get back to the bachelorette so that I can experience what in my like perception is like normal drama. Totally. The so far the experience. I mean, granted, I, I think back to Bachelorette, and we had um, what's his name, the crazy guy that went off, Yosef. Yosef. Um, yeah. So there, there were some not great guys, but for the most part, it was a very. Oh good- no, and and there's drama, but I j- I guess I just mean like I don't understand this female, like, m- like mean girl. The jungle. The jungle. I don't get the jungle. Like, yeah. I don't get it at all. And uh, and and it's it's rough. And so for all of our geckos out there, if you are a girl and you're like, yeah, this is what like female relationships like are fraught with, let us know because I don't get it. I I need I need a decoder ring to understand what's happening. Or if you think all these girls are just crazy. Well, I think that everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> let us know that too. Yeah. Um, that too. What did you think of uh, Brittany's entrance? It was haughty, um, but it reminded me so much of, it was identical to Spencer's entrance. I don't even remember Spencer's entrance. So he walked in and was like, you know, all the guys were like, what the heck, you know, what's happening? And, and they were like, how many other guys are there? And he was like, well, you, you'll just have to see. And like, you know, I guess they saved the best for last. Like he said that. Mm. And like, that was exactly what Brittany said. And it was like, it, I, it felt like it's something they're put up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, m- more specifically, like even before she got in the room, like how did you feel about like her very first interaction with Matt? She just went in for a makeout session. I mean, it it's coming on strong 
And I think that that is exciting, but it has to be backed up by some real depth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, that's what I think we're experiencing with Katie is she came in electric. You know what I mean? Pun intended, I'm assuming. Yeah, it wasn't. (laughs) But as soon as the words were coming out of my mouth, it was like, this is amazing. It's my best joke on this show. Um, Like she came in very like uh, shocking. Mm -hmm. And, but over time, like we're seeing a lot of depth underneath that. Yeah, she's one of my favorite people on the show. Oh yeah, she's my favorite at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I I still love Rachel. I think Abigail is a sweetheart, but without a doubt, Katie's my my favorite person on the show. I think I like Katie more than I like Matt. <laughs> <laughs> at this point. Um and so, you know what I mean? Like mostly cuz Matt's just blind to all of this somehow. <laughs> right. Like how did Victoria get another rose? <laughs> Come on, Matt. Come on, man. (laughs) You had five new girls that potentially weren't drama. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he likes that like uh, Valley girl like persona. Maybe. You know, I I really don't know. And I do think that there's some like uh, mystique around it when you're from the East Coast. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that California Valley girl thing is all over our media when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and so maybe he's like, oh yeah, you remind me of clueless. And that's, that's normal and cool. Kind of cool. And Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Uh, what did you think about uh, Victoria taking? I don't remember her name. It was one of the new girls. She took her crown. Oh, it <laughs> was um, uh, Ka- uh, Catalina. Catalina. Yep. Yeah, so Catalina comes in as Miss Puerto Rico Universe, which I don't. Which, what is that? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that means that she won Miss Universe. Was it she won Miss Puerto Rico first, then Miss Universe? Like she, or that she went to compete in Miss Universe for Puerto Rico and lost? Yeah, it was a little confusing. I didn't. I wasn't sure what it meant. Either. Or maybe it's that in Puerto Rico they just think that they're the extent of the universe. But I'm also going to be honest, like I on I don't know all that much about the like pageantry universe. I know everything I know about the pageantry universe is from either Little Miss Sunshine or Honey Boo Boo. Honey, honey Boo Boo Chow. Yeah, the, that's the extent of what I know about the pageantry. Universe. You do you, Honey Boo Boo. That and the fact that our uh, former president ran one. Oh, Trump used to run a... He ran uh, Miss Universe. Oh. That was his pageant. Interesting. And that was the whole thing that he got in trouble for, what he said to Billy Bush that I can't say on this podcast because it's not explicit. He was talking about the pageant. Oh. It's great. I run this pageant. It's so awesome because, you know, I just get to do whatever I want. Um, But anyway... Uh, she comes in and, you know, she's wearing the crown and sash and everything like that. And Victoria straight up, like, calls her from across the room, like, come here, I'd like to meet you. Yeah. Which was so, like... Never trust anyone who says that. No, it's like, (laughs) if you want to meet me, why wouldn't you come to me? Yeah. Uh, and she walks over, or Catalina walks over. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Catalina walks over to her. She takes the crown off her head, puts it on herself, this tiara, which I don't know. I would guess is actually probably very valuable. Probably. Well, and even before she just took it, she even like, she first made the request like, Hey, like I I'm Victoria, like the queen and, uh, that crown should be mine. And she was like, what? And then she got up and just took it, (laughs) took it off her head. Yeah. Yeah. And you just see her face. Like what is happening right now? Every other girl in the house, like, got uneasy oh yeah oh gosh what's happening and then like you know she parades around with it for a minute and then victoria takes it off she's standing right next to catalina takes it off walks like six feet and just tosses it on a table rather than handing it back to catalina oh my gosh victoria (laughs) what are you doing there's no way you're a real person there's just no way (laughs) It is, it's, it's absolutely 
one of those things though where like the truth is stranger than fiction. Like you couldn't write that character. I just don't know because of how selfish and like self-centered she is. Like, I don't know how she would ever last in any relationship. Well, I don't, maybe she hasn't. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I, I hope she learned something from this show. (laughs) (laughs) Like, huh? All these other people that everyone likes are not like me. (laughs) <laughs> maybe i should grab some of these other qualities <laughs> add some more tools to the old belt yeah. and at the same time i hope she's not taking all of the uh i'm sure she's getting a lot of hate on on social media so i'm hoping it's like not like overwhelming for her because i know yeah. that's been like a, a problem in the past with the show but man she's making it real hard on the audience to not Oh yeah, like she, <laughs> she's kind of begging for it. Yeah, she's playing it up real bad. Uh, yeah, it, it's rough. But as a as a shining as two shining stars, obviously Katie was fantastic, and even left the group date. So like once again, it starts up, and once again she stands up and says like, "Hey, I hear you, uh, but like at some point we have to get over this because mm-hmm. like they're here." And it's not their fault. <laughs> and like that they, they have to live here and we need to, we need to be more welcoming. Mm-hmm. And they all just like shoot her down and mostly MJ and Serena um, just really like shoot that down. And so she just gets uncomfortable, gets up, goes, walks outside, interrupts Matt talking to well, like uh, some production associates. Yeah. And uh, she's like, Hey, there's like a real attitude of bullying happening in the house and she doesn't name names. She doesn't play a victim. She just says, this is going on. I'm doing my best to stand up for it, but I believe that that's not something you're into. And I feel like it would mean a lot if you sat everybody down and address this. And it seems like he does next week from the preview. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, we've talked a lot about Victoria and some of the, the bullying that's happened, but uh, I want to kind of change gears a little bit. What did you think about Michelle and the solo date? Yeah. So th- when I said with Katie, there were like two shining lights. This was the second shining mm. light. It was, it was Michelle. I flip and love Michelle. It was, she was, uh, I, it was such a contrasting episode because it was right. going back and forth between this, like really just like, dark drama filled uh, fight at the house. Right. And then over to, to Matt and Michelle having a good old first date and getting to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic first date. It seemed like. And so part of me also doesn't blame Matt for not seeing this. Yeah. Cause, cause he's having, it hasn't happened in front of him. Well, and he also hasn't had one-on-one time with any of these women mm-hmm. that are the problem, the bad actors. Mm-hmm. Um, Like he just, he hasn't, he hasn't done it. It's just all been group dates. And so he'll have maybe 20, 30 minutes, which just isn't enough time to see, oh, there's a problem here, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get it too. I, I don't blame him. But man, Michelle, they hit it off. And the the thing that like was the nail in the coffin, like they had a really great time and, and they connected a lot. She seems like she's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. and uh, But she's very... Uh, it seems like she has a lot of substance. Mm-hmm. And the thing that was really like the nail in the coffin for the date was when she uh, like not like uh, very directly quotes, but quotes Maya Angelou. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of passes it off as her own thing. Not like in a bad way. It's just something that just like that she's integrated. Has like integrated it, into, her it, into her process. Yeah. yeah. And he like kind of like lights up and he says, my Angelou. And she was like floored that he knew that mm-hmm. and like put it together that quickly. Uh, and it was like, oh man, they, they connect. They're going to click. Yeah. I think she's going to go for a long time. I thought it was super cute too uh, when they were doing the balloon thing. And then they were talking about, uh, well, how many kids do you want? And well, let's say it at the same time. Yeah. One, two, three, three. Yeah. And uh, 
yeah, they both said the exact same number at the same time. So I think they made quite a few connections on their on their solo date. Oh yeah, I think I might have moved her into the top four. Oh, she's for sure in my top four. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, and Sarah's obviously out. From yeah, last, <laughs> yeah. Last episode. No, I think I think she's probably for Matt maybe in the number one position mm. just because we haven't seen a lot of him and Brie, him and uh, Abigail or him and Rachel lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were, you know, kind of our, our top contenders. I think he still does like Serena P though. I think, I think he likes all of these women. I just think that maybe, you know, I don't know. Like he seemed to pay special attention because it seemed like all the, honestly, all, we didn't talk about this yet, but all the boxing in that group date uh, was pretty serious, but he only stopped it when she got hurt. Uh, and then she even made a point to say on camera that he came and visited her and made sure she was doing better. Like, right. I know Matt's honestly just a real nice guy. and Maybe he would have done it for anyone, but he did pay special attention to her. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that you're right. I, I think that he does have a real deep connection with her. I think that he really likes her. And I think he still really likes uh, some of these other women. I have a feeling, I have a prediction that next week's biggest mover is going to be Katie. Mm. Because I think that how she approached this is going to be, not only did it for us in America, I'd be like, man, she's the hero of the house at this mm-hmm. point. But I think that this is the first time that Matt will have seen and experienced that. And I think how she handled it is going to leave a massive impression on him. And so I predict that she gets the next one-on-one. It could be. I don't know. I I get a little nervous with it because I feel like she has more enemies in the house than allies. And so it could be easy for everyone to gang up on her and mislead Matt about who she is. And at the same time, uh, I mean, granted, it's only been three seasons. I've never seen the person who tells the lead about the drama go well for that person. Well, but that's because it's always about them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, they're always the victim in the scenario. Like, I just want you to know that this person's attacking me. And that's not what Katie did. Mm-hmm. Like, she dealt with it on her own three times and then said, like, hey, this is happening. I'm doing my best to, like, stand up to it like stand up for other people but i need an ally and i feel like it's gonna mean more coming from you like that's a really strong move you know what i mean um it it's so clearly uh like devoid of any like drama or intrigue or anything like that you know Mm -hmm. um i i think it'll go a long way and, you know, I, I agree with you. I think you're right. I think that she has more enemies in the house than allies. But I think the, the people that would stand up for her are the people that matter most to Matt right now. The other girls that we just mentioned, the, the, they're ones that have been kind of silent. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, think those, I think those women would be like, uh, no, okay, like, this is what this is what she really is doing, you mm-hmm. know? Um, how do you think Victoria and Anna are going to take the hard conversation next week? I mean, we saw at least just a, a visceral reaction from Anna, which, you know, isn't with the dubbed over, uh, verbiage from Matt saying like, Hey, like, uh, bullying and uh, bad talking and gossiping are not the qualities I see in my future wife. Yeah, and she just, like, gets this sour face and, like, <laughs> turns away and, like, and it's like, what? How is this shocking to any of you? <laughs> I would be more upset if he said these are the qualities. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be with you then. <laughs> yeah, even if I'm the one doing, like, stirring up all the drama, if he said that, I'd be like, oh, wait, never mind. Like, yeah. that... <laughs> I was just having fun with these girls. Like, you know, like I was just messing with them. Well, and then we get a glimpse to at Victoria saying, Oh, everything I've said was in levity. And, right. uh, you know, I was ne- nothing was ever serious. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, she has been the most aggressive and harsh person by far that I've seen in the three seasons I've seen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. By far. 
so we'll see what happens. Uh, my prediction is that uh, my prediction is that Victoria and Anna are not long for this show. I would guess they'll get they'll get booted soon. I, I'm hoping the truth makes its way to the light. I think that some of the people like uh, I think her name's Cheyenne Cheyenne, right? It's a C name for sure. It's Chelsea. Chelsea. Sorry, not Cheyenne. Chelsea. C-H-B, whatever. You were close. Sort of. Um, Chelsea, uh, you know, she kind of jumped into it a little bit. And I feel like this conversation will scare, like, some of the women like Chelsea straight. Mm. Like, they're not going to participate in this anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that there are a lot of people that are just getting wrapped up in the fun of ragging on Totally. Well, and they're just like filling in with the uh, atmosphere of the house. You know, uh, these new girls get introduced and half of the girls get upset. Well, the other half of the girls now are feeding off of that atmosphere. And then it makes them start thinking about, man, all these girls are upset because of X, Y, and Z. Maybe I need to be upset about X, Y, and Z too, because maybe now I'm not going to get that stuff. And Yeah. And it's just, it's groupthink. It's an echo chamber. Yep. And so, like, what gets fed in just gets reverberated around. Um, but I feel like Matt is going to clear up all of those types of issues. And so, all that's going to be left are the truly divisive people. Mm. And I feel like that's going to quickly get rooted out, you know, because all the people that are just along for the ride, they're in the echo chamber, they're whatever, they're going to get woken up they're gonna have a harsh wake-up call Mm -hmm. and the people who are truly divisive and derisive they're not gonna get it and they're just gonna they're going to keep the toxic atmosphere going because that's just how they operate in life Mm -hmm. and it's going to make that those people a lot more apparent Mm. they're going to be under a microscope because then there will be a clear line in the sand totally so that's what I think, but we'll see what uh, happens next week. Things are definitely heating up in the house, though. Yeah, biggest mover of the week for sure is Michelle. Oh, yeah. Without she went doubt. from not being on the show to being in the top four. Maybe, oh, yeah. Maybe the one spot. So. Maybe, yeah. It, it, for sure top four, though. Yep. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's jump into relationship let's, advice. Let's do it. I, I'm having so much fun with this new segment. Which, what do you have for us this evening? Uh, so this is from, uh, independent lab. So we're just going to call, uh, her lab. She says, I am a 28 female and I've been dating a 29 male for about one and a half years now. We had a magical impromptu meeting. And after our first date, I was hooked. We shared similar hobbies and our personalities were compatible. We both work out. Uh, he makes more money. We both work. I'm sorry, not out. It was a, but, uh, we both work, but he makes more money than I do without paying rent or bills. In the beginning, it was such a sweet honeymoon puppy love phase. He was a gentleman and on his best behavior, as was I, we would go out and he would treat 85% of the time. But lately due to COVID, I've been helping my dad with some money issues. Then my boyfriend suggested that we should hang out, Uh, at his place and cook more. Nowadays, we hang out with his best friend and I've been feeling like one of the boys. I've expressed the lack of quality time, but I feel like he values his best friends over me. They live together and I just see my boyfriend on the weekends. About six months in, a girl he dated wished him a cute happy birthday text. I saw it when I went to take a photo of all of us. He responded about how if he was in town that they would meet up for a winky face. Uh, She moved out of state, but my boyfriend travels occasionally for work. Their previous messages were sex before I met him. I just didn't expect to see such a reply, and I feel kind of sick to my stomach. We patched this issue up, uh, but I started finding out that he is the type to figure out what I know first and then apologize. He won't come clean unless there's evidence. His father's a retired lawyer. Our relationship then became a roller coaster with highs and lows. My trust issues and insecurities were getting in the way of reconnecting, manifesting his passive aggressive comments and stupid immature fights. 
He said that he's been loyal to me and that it was just a silly text. I do have a hard time uh, letting go in fear that it might happen again. Lately, he's been secretive with his phone, and when we hang out, uh, he is uh, he is text friends. He will text friends back right away, but then he'll respond to my messages within two to five hours. I try not to bring baggage from previous relationships, but I've been down similar paths with similar signs to watch out for. I checked his phone uh, as my thoughts got the best of me. I found Snapchat screenshots of that same chick lifting her shirt with a text saying, wish you were here. This was during the time that we were dating just about four months in. So we're now one and a half years deep in our relationship and it happened early on, but the pain stung me. I confronted him and he denied that it happened uh, during our relationship until he checked. He then said that it was just a fond memory of an old connection. I hate playing detective and I wish I could just break up with him and mean it, but I haven't met someone that I connect with and want to build a future relationship with. I fear my attitude and lack of forgiveness to rebuilding trust is going to chase a good man away. At times I do feel like a detective, uh, someone more honest that doesn't turn love on and off like it's a light switch, but people say relationships take a lot of work. I just don't want to waste my time on someone who may be taking me for granted. All right, lab. There's a lot there and we're going to dig into it for you. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot of different things going on there that you mentioned. Uh, you have um, the fact that he texted an ex, something that was uh, in the vein of hook uh, hooking up with her, uh, you know, the winking face. Uh, you have the fact that he's been distant to you uh, in comparison to his friends. Uh, you have just the change in in relationship with which happens sometimes um where he's maybe letting some of his guards down he's not being on his quote-unquote best behavior anymore um but there's some things you say with uh i wish i could just break up with him and mean it but i haven't met someone i can connect with and i just want to say you don't have to have someone to break up with someone. Um, I think maybe you, you, you mentioned a couple times also insecurities that you have. I think it, it might be a good thing to break up with him and just be yourself for a little bit and just work on yourself and, and maybe see some counseling to, to work through some of those insecurities. Um, and I think when you, when you do that, an honest guy is more likely to see you notice you and, and pursue you. Yeah, I, I would say one of the biggest things that that jumped out to me was when uh, was when she said that um, I don't want to lose a good guy, something to that effect. And uh, I, I mean, based on this very limited information, uh, I wouldn't classify this as a good guy. I know, uh, like if he's if if he was. Uh, you know, sexting with this girl and, and had Snapchats while you guys were together, he's not a good guy. If he still has the, the sex text messages, like the, you know, the new text message comes in. The last text was before you guys got together, but it was still sexed messages. Like if he which still he has those, which he didn't get rid of. Yeah. If he still has those, he's not a good guy. Well, and he probably hasn't moved on from that, whatever that was. Well, and he said that like he, he just wanted to have a memory of an old fling or something like that. That's not, that's not normal. That's mm -hmm. not healthy. That's not normal. That's not a good guy move. Um, if, if your significant other has like wants to save like uh sexual memories of past relationships get out yeah not not a good idea and then you also tried to give him a little bit of an out by saying oh well it happened four months in and we're a year and a half in now so it was a long time ago yeah but it was still during your relationship right yeah it was still four he, months he into did this your... to you 
Yeah. And apparently this was while he was quote unquote on his good behavior. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I would hate to see his bad behavior. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you say something at the end too. Uh, you say at times I do feel like I deserve someone more honest that doesn't turn love on and off. Like it's a, a light switch. So apparently he's very hot, very cold and he goes back and forth. Um, People say relationships take a lot of work. I just don't want to waste my time on someone who may be taking me for granted. He is taking me for granted. 100%. 100%. And I think Tyler and I are in unison on this one. You need to break up with him. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't trust you, respect you. He, like you have said, is only, he's deceitful. He's not uh, forthcoming when he messes up. He's only uh, confessing and apologizing for things that you catch him in. It's just not, this is not a healthy relationship in any way, shape or form. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and to be honest, the, the fact that, you know, uh, he'll, like you'd mentioned, like he'll text his friends back right away, but you know, wait two to five hours to respond to you. Um, that, yeah, he, he doesn't respect you. I, I don't think that he should be prioritizing, uh, you know, you may be above his family or friends kind of a thing, but you should at least be on the same level at this point. Totally. I mean, you've been with him for a year and a half. Um, well, and I, I think too, it like, I think it's okay if that kind of thing happens every once in a while, but not if it's a consistent thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes things comes up. Sometimes you guys are arguing. He's maybe thinking about things and processing things before he decides to respond to you. Who knows? But if that's a regular thing, it's a, a huge red flag. Absolutely. But, so, yeah, get out of their lab. Uh, he doesn't deserve you. And you absolutely, without knowing you, you absolutely deserve more. And it seems like you did identify a lot of red flags in, by being able to say all of those things. So I yeah. think you you have a good head on your shoulders. I think you just need to be more confident in what you're observing and trust your gut a little bit that it's not a good thing. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, I would say, trust your gut more in your next relationship. And the last thing I would say is that, you know, this notion that relationships take a lot of work. Um, I feel like that phrase sometimes gets overused or mm -hmm. over relied on or used in the wrong way, like right. the wrong kind of work, <laughs> right? Because relationships do take work. But what that work is, is I need to go out of my way to try. Mm -hmm. That's the work. If, the work is I need to uh, uh, do things that I feel like undermine my value and self-worth. Yeah, the work isn't, uh, oh, I have to put aside my wanting of my person to be faithful to me. Yeah. Like that's not, yeah, we're not saying that's the emotional work you have to go. That's not it. That's not it. Uh, and, you know, relationships take work is one of those things where it's like uh, they do, but at some point, if you're the only one putting Working. in work, then it's, it's not, not a, a relationship. relationship. Yeah. And so, you know, I, it, you need to, you need to get out of there. Um, and, and if you're out there, uh, geckos and you feel like, you know, you're the, the one that's always putting in the work kind of a thing, or, you know, you've experienced some of these issues, get some advice, bring in a friend, bring in, you know, uh, uh, a counselor, you mm -hmm. know, uh, bring in, bring in some outside perspective because there's a good chance that you are, uh, putting up with something that you don't deserve. Totally. And if you don't feel comfortable with any of those things and you'd rather just be something public, <laughs> send it to us and we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll, uh, we'll change the names or you can change the names before you send it to us. Uh, and we can do relationship advice for you right, right on the, uh, the podcast. But, um, lab, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, I hope that you, uh, make the right decision and get out of that, uh, toxic relationship as soon as possible and, and just get on the path uh, of healing and finding someone that uh, is more loving and deserving of you. Um, all you geckos out there, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Uh, we are super excited for next week to see how, uh, all the drama continues in the bachelor and how the girls respond to all of, uh, Matt's conversation. So, Make sure to uh, tune in again next week, and uh, we are excited uh, to hear from you. You can email us at hello at batchpadpodcast.com, or you can DM us at batchpadpodcast on Twitter. We would uh, 
love to give you a shout out next week. But until we see you then, have a good one.